I'm Dr. Kate Balistrieri, a psychologist and certified sex therapist based in Beverly Hills. Join me on my new podcast, Get Naked with Dr. Kate, for direct and bold conversations about sex, relationships, mental health, and tangible how-tos. Listen to Get Naked with Dr. Kate wherever you get your podcasts. Brian. Rana. How about this? This is... People said you're doing Patreon. Why don't you go on vacation, Rana? I said, not enough. Yeah. Okay. We have announced on patreon.com slash askrana the Carriage House All Access Pass book club. Crack it open. Our first selection. If you go to the link in our bio on Instagram, you can click right through and buy the book. The first selection is... 99 Glimpses of Princess Margaret by Craig Brown. When I tell you I just started this book, I'm only like 60 pages in. It is delicious she, they've already got your knickers in a bunch i, I truly as they say in england they, and I, you know what which is so much better than in a wad which okay. they say here join us on patreon.com slash ask we've got more advice more travel info sure more beauty info movie reviews you've got access to us in a way that you don't have completely on the regular true. it is exclusive and and it is so much fun and it's high-end very high. And we're doing a book club. Someone on Patreon said it was high. It was the highest end. Well, they might or might not be right. You'll yeah. only find out if you subscribe. We'll see you there. Patreon.com slash Askrana. Uh, Brian. Rana, how are you? I'm so, you know, what did you say to me before we started, which I thought was so terrific? I said, people don't say that anymore and they should. Oh, I said, how are your spirits? How are your spirits, Brian? Mine are, honestly, I'm kind of annoyed. Yeah. Just things haven't been great. You know, it is. Is it because it's tax season? It's tax season. and Have you got a good accountant? I forgot to ask. I do really like my accountant, but the problem is I realized way back when I had scheduled uh, my tax appointment on a weekend, which is when I fly here. So I've had to reschedule a couple times and I'm a corporation, so I have to file by March. And so he thinks he can get me in on March 14th, but I usually, you know, I will say. March 14th. It's we're cutting it under the wire. Yeah. You don't like that. You like everything organized ahead of time. I like it. Radiohead, Kid A, everything in its right place. You do. You like to see the the playing field. You like to look at your calendar, and yeah. you like at least a month out. I, I do. Yeah. I mean, I'll like never to get... forget when I got that phone call when you wanted to book the vacation, which you canceled. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I took to, tur- to Israel and to Turkey. Well, my also- And you called me, and you said, I, I have to get this on the books. Yeah, I was panicked. It was panicked. about six months before we were going to go. And I thought, this guy's never going to stick to this. His whole schedule's going to change, which was right before, you, it was right around the time you booked 911. And of course, we had to cancel, it but was, you yeah. needed to know you had a vacation on the books. What about you? When do you do your taxes? Well, I don't do my taxes, but I, no, I absolutely, I'm organized. I'm on top of it. That's good. My, con- my accountant and I are in a very consistent dialogue. Really? Yeah, of course. We're talking quite a bit because he'll say, what's this for? Is this a charge for the podcast? Oh, now that I can write things off, my podcast expenses. Ah, yeah. 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 Well, you've got a business. You're running I'm a running business. I'm running a business. I'm running a business over here. not running itself. No, it isn't. Yeah. It isn't. But yeah, he's terrific. Well, fabulous. Well, I, sh- I wanted to kick things off by reading a couple of truly phenomenal iTunes reviews. Okay. Can I do it at the beginning? Yeah. And then maybe you'll tell me why you so 
the mish. All right, but, yeah, fine. Go ahead. Well, you know what? No, let's just no, get no, to no. it. No, read, read a few okay, reviews. Fine. We love them. All right, this is from Jake Jock. Jake Jock. Jake Jock. <laughs> Which is like Shake Shack, but French. Oh, I love that. I do love the names. I love, it's I my favorite pet. Me too. Yeah. Uh, life lessons for the modern age is the subject. Five stars, five stars only. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Wow, listening to Ron and Brian navigate listeners' conundrums is like having a rarefied, accurately opinionated, and modern Emily Post of sorts. Oh. And her gay ingenue. That's my description. Ingenue. Gay. I'll take it. <laughs> Oh, I will too. Yeah. Tag along. I, did, I thought the bloom was off the rose for sure with you. Uh, definitely. Why not call you an ingenue? Uh, yeah, listen. Do you have a playing ingenue? Do you ever do no. an all meal production of, oh, you know? No, but I a wish. Room from the, a room with a view. No. A room. <laughs> I played Helena Bottom Carter. Yeah, or part. Acadia. Did you play the students? I never did. I the never pupil did. Pupil in Acadia. I would have loved it. I, I've never done like a, a gender swap. Why don't they swap. do that? No, but you know, they used to do those. Sh- Cheek by Jowl yeah. is a very famous British company where they do. I, from what still I remember, do there was an all male Trojan women at NYU, uh, but. Well, I didn't get. A, yeah, I don't they wouldn't make that these it. days. They sure would not. They might do an all trans Trojan woman, but not an they all, could. all male. Yeah. They could. Yeah. I would suggest you take their advice for for some stranger's completely unique situation and then transpose their line of thinking and apply it to your own life. Oh, of that's a very good idea. You're sure to laugh, and then in parentheses, or laugh, through the often blunt but impossibly correct opinions of these two, and they're always delightful guests. Chin chin to you two. Couldn't be happier this podcast exists. That's wonderful. Very nice. Yeah. A, a lot and of he's people- right. Advi- just because advice seems like it's appropriate for a specific problem or question doesn't mean you can't apply it to your everyday. I would say one out of every five says Glickman Safi 2020, just so you know. Well, it's never too late, Ron. I have to say the field, is, <laughs> the field seems to be clearing itself, so maybe we should enter... Tell them to start writing us into the ballots. I've been a long... This is from 510 Monica... I've been a longtime fan of Ronna Glickman since I first encountered her successful seminars. I couldn't be happier to, happier to again have her fresh advice. She and Brian treat you to a world of guidance about self-care in all its forms, relationships, and life itself. My standards have never been higher. Thanks, Ronna and Brian. And um, this one was just sort of, I don't know, I, confusing to me. Uh, it just said, I don't know what the hell's going on on this show. Five stars. What does that mean? I feel like it's very clear what we do. Yeah. We give advice. Yeah. It's called Ask Rana. That's right. And Brian. With Rana. And Brian. <laughs> All right. It's called I, Ask Rana. Yeah. You, you ask us a question and I, then we answer it. And then. To the best of our ability. Occasionally. Yeah. An ingenue comes in. And an ingenue comes like in. Like the fairy gives, over uh, Adina Menzel's shoulder. Yes, and gives his naive advice. That's true. Yes, where he sees the world <laughs> as an open, that. yes, as an open flower to smell. That's right. Yeah, and then I come in and say, lilies that fest to smell far worse than weeds. Well, yeah. And I say, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's Shakespeare. <sighs> yeah. You know. uh, okay. I believe it's from Hamlet. That that's oh, the talking about Ophelia. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, In cra- any crazy, event. crazy, the, the original crazy female character. Yeah. That they just absolutely gaslight. It's his fault. Yeah. Completely. It's, his, it's absolutely his fault. We're all putting up with women are crazy still. Completely. Hamlet. Or we just, or that's just how it was, and it's still how it is. I guess so. Yeah. Misogyny, misogyny, misogyny. Well, speaking of misogyny, I do want to say our Patreon continues to thrive. It's great. Patreon.com/askrana. We're not going to talk much about it. But we will tell you what you we will tell you what you miss. All we yeah. ever hear is you want to hear more, and yeah, 
if you could hear Rana talk about anything and an ingenue float in, yeah. unflower the lily or whatever you've said. Just send us a message. That's right. These people can either write to us at askrana at gmail.com, but the better thing to do if you're on Patreon is to message us through the Patreon Correct. Uh, system. Because we'll know that's then, a priority. You, you go straight to the top of the heap. That is. Yeah, a, though the heap is growing. That's right. The heap is growing. That's a DHL yeah. Express. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now what's going on what have you been doing you got here a day early uh, yeah i did and, and i'm gonna be honest with you i think something's going on at um the jc's and I, this is so embarrassing to bring up because i don't you were you've been very generous with me you well, open up I your ho- certainly i was gonna say so. open up your home but not that's not exactly it yeah you open up your carriage house yeah i've made friends like martina and dante and adam yeah um <laughs> I get to. Oh, are you guys hanging out? No, just here. Oh, yeah. Oh, is there? Is there? A, are you? Are you three having plans after work, and no one's invited me? Well, I going have, down to Maddie's sail loft and getting a drink. We did go to Maddie's oh, one time. I, I bought see. Cosmos for everyone, but I was the only one who drank it. Yeah, because you're the ingenue. They had to scoot. That's something an ingenue would do. I'll get the next round. Yeah, and then just order Cosmos or but if fairy I a, teenies for people. If I see a sexy guy, <laughs> I say Cosmo on the rocks, so they think it's a little more magical. Oh yeah, the, I do take mine on the rocks. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Rana, <laughs> I love, I have to be honest with you, that voice that you do, the Rumpelstiltskin gremlin, it's so good. Masculine man. I or just, no, me as a masculine man. I just man. love the idea of when you decide to throw it around yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Do a On man, the rocks. You got it. Yeah. Do a man spread. With a, but you know what? Not too much Cointreau because I'm watching my sugar intake. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And really just a splash of cranberry so that no one sees how pink it is. Yeah. Um, the point is this. I don't want to bring up a money issue with you. Oh. No. You. Oh, here we go. No, 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 no. I knew the day would come. No, no. You're upset that we're not profitable no. yet. But one Is of that the, the issue? One of the perks of me coming here yeah. was you said, I'm going to get you a membership we to did the have JCC a deal. Yeah, of course. so that you could work out. Of course. I don't know if, actually, maybe you need to call your accountant because I don't oh. know if the bill hasn't oh. been getting paid oh, I see. or something. And I yes. feel like I, it's embarrassing to ask because I don't. I see. I can guess what I your financial see. situation is, but I guess I'm just here to tell you if you can't afford it, you can honestly. Guess my financial situation. No, I mean, I know to you're To be honest in. with you, Brian, you couldn't guess. <laughs> I, just, I just want to be honest with you. <laughs> there's a lot of family. I'm just saying there's, there's a no, lot of family money. There's no pressure if the There's accounts... a lot of real estate. Right. I'm not collecting the rents. Yeah. But there's a lot of family money okay. from both sides. So you probably couldn't guess. What right. my financial situation is. But that's money I don't want to touch because I want Jordy to. Right. You know, like Jennifer Aniston with her friends. She's she, all she touches is the smart water yeah. in Avino. Yeah. yeah, I just touch my podcast money. That's right. That's yeah. right. Which is why I'm I'm living in the carriage house now. Listen, Rana. Uh, no, but, but all I, jokes aside. Yeah. Brian, I just, if you're in a position, you don't have to worry about paying for the membership so, anymore. I just need to know what's going. So, okay. Because I, I, I can't get in there. What do you mean you can't get? Tell me what happened. Because all jokes aside, I did get a phone call. So tell me what happened. You got a phone call? I did get a phone call. About? And I thought I cleared this up. About your account? No. No, excuse me. We think I'm in arrears at the JCC. I practically own the place. Well, we, did own, we did own the land that they built it on. You're kidding. No, of course I'm not kidding. Wow. So when I make a phone call... They pay attention. Okay, so do, so sorry, you called them or they? No, they called you. No, when so I make li- a phone yeah. call and say I have a friend who's coming in out of town, yeah, one of my 
Hollywood celebrity friends. Right. Or maybe not, maybe a regular friend, whatever. Yeah. But if I ever call and I say, look, I have a friend who's going to be in town from time to time. I want him to have privileges. Yeah. At the center. Yeah. They say, of course. Well, honestly, I felt privileged the whole time there. So everyone it's treats not a me, financial issue. Everyone treats that's not what I got the phone call. Well, everyone about. treats me really nice, and so it was really so a shock. Yeah. When I went to the front desk, let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, I went to the front desk and I said, "Hey, I'm here to swim, or I'm here to do the yeah, elliptical." Yeah, you did. You like you you CVS extra bucks. Little, exactly. They give you the thing. You you. Be, I scan you my scan card. It. We yeah, joke yeah. about my last name, like we yeah. usually do. Whatever. Yeah. That's the usual. Yeah. Has anyone asked you for your tagine recipe yet? Not yet. Because I told them all you're Moroccan. Why? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I I'm actually Mor- said Tunisian because it's hard it's to find. It's a and it's a little further away. Most okay. people are Moroccan Jews. There's a few Tunisian Jews. Okay, but if I had said Moroccan, they would have started saying, "Oh, are you cousins with the Safdi brothers? Sure. Are you cousin with this one with that one?" Yeah, Tunisian feels a little bit feels a more little nebulous more to people. Yeah. All right, so I was sort yeah. of I was sort of feeling like a rare bird there in a good way. Yeah, and people were sort of taking a shine to me, and I went to check. Well, you're in. an ingenue. And I you just, must have caused a stir. Exactly. Yeah. And I, by the way, I was treated like Ophelia because they acted like they were like, "I'm so sorry, you can't, you can't enter the. It's, it, not, it's, it's not something working. with the account. Yeah. It's something with the account." And she wouldn't look at me. Huh. And all like, <sighs> so this. What is, did they tell? Something did happen, but it couldn't have been what it is. What you think about that? Yeah, Shelley Feinberg. <sighs> this is a Shelley Feinberg joint, as Spike Lee would say. Okay. This is a classic Shelley Feinberg. Well, what so did Shelley they, they Feinberg, did tell you everything, or just told you there was they a problem. Fi- I know that their your your account has been flagged, yeah, because there's a complaint against you, and when there's a complaint against you, whether you're right or wrong, they go through a review period. Mm-hmm. So your account has been frozen due to the review period, mm-hmm. and. I, they didn't want to tell me, of course, uh, you know, for 10 seconds, they want to tell me. They didn't want to tell me who it was or what happened. And I said, excuse me, my reputation's on the line. So you better tell so me, this tell is me. the United States of America. It certainly I is. have the right to confront my accuser by the transitive property of accusers because I'm the one who's paying for the, for the account. Oh, God. But not paying is the case, maybe. Right. So what's going on here? And believe, look, I knew for, from the get-go that was, you weren't, I mean, look, I don't, I, know, didn't do. I don't know what goes on in the men's locker room. That was the only possibility that I could think was that you got into something in the men's locker room. Uh, no, I but know. But it wasn't. That was the only, I 100% was on your side from the very beginning, yeah. other than not exactly knowing what goes on in the men's locker room. Yeah. I don't know what your locker room etiquette is, but. Well, all I can tell you is don't use the blow dryers in the men's locker room. Okay. Because that's how people literally dry off their buttholes and their balls. I'm not even kidding. What What do, do you Do mean? you know this? Are You've you never a, seen this? I'm for, not. Don't harass Dante I'm by sorry. asking no, that question. This is a, no, okay, this is so a now thing. I'm curious because you're thing. crossing boundaries. I'm sorry. You can't ask Dante. I'm sorry. Going forward, you I can't ask Dante you about his... I seen this. You can't ask him about his butthole. I wasn't. His, well, you just did. I, I was you asking if he's ever did. seen guys do this in a locker room. <laughs> How dare well, you? Then, then, Damn me. Yes. Now I'm curious about what's going on. All I was asking if he's ever been in a men's locker room and see what happens in men's locker rooms. These guys take hair dryers and they dry off their dicks and they're assholes with it. Sounds like it feels pretty good. Maybe, but it's disgusting. <laughs> and I was asking Dr. if he's ever seen anyone do that. Aren't they worried the hair's going to get caught? That is disgusting. Ew, disgusting. That is disgusting. And one guy I saw even stuck it up his gym shorts. 
Like it was, and literally, so the dryer was touching only, his gym shorts. C- only further Fucking conforming disgusting. that men are monsters. They're disgusting. What happened between you and Shelly Feinberg? Okay, and look, I have to do this. Shelly Feinberg. I, I, I assume this has to do with a couple of weeks ago when you asked me, uh, did I know a good attorney? It does. First of all. But I also want you to know this is. This is classic Shelly Feinberg. Well, yeah, well, good. She's that always a got relief. a case. And, everybody, a so then you and everyone be, does know that. So, so we're then you'll be get my witness resolved. if it ever comes we'll get to get it that. resolved. This we'll is what I have resolved. to say. Shelly Feinberg, first of all, talks through every single part of Pilates, Matt yeah. Pilates, which yeah. I've started to do. Oh, you're doing the math. I'm doing the math. Yeah. yeah. She literally talks through basically the entire... She doesn't yeah. even really do it. No, of course not. Do you know what I mean? She does her own pace, but it's just no. something in the front row. No. So she she always needs a correction, yeah. She's so great. So she was looking... She was in the mirror. Yeah. We were on her back. She had her like leggings, you know, her outfit on, whatever. Her She was Lulu's. probably wearing a Lululemon from she was. five years ago she, when they had the see-through problem. Rana? Remember that? Do I remember it? Yeah. This was worse than see-through. It almost see-through. tanked the company. Because then he said, "Well, fat people, fat women shouldn't wear these like." I know. Yeah, he was. He a real seemed piece like a great shit. guy, didn't he? Seem like yeah. a wonderful guy. Truly, yeah, what yeah. a great guy. Yeah. So anyway, Canadian. We're doing scissor kicks with our legs. Yeah. I look up in the mirror. She's scissoring. Oh boy. Not another woman. No. But you know, she's just kicking her legs. Yeah. There is a hole. I'm surprised she had the core strength to even do that, but yeah. Well, she's sort well, of. Well, she's one of those skinny, fat people. Exactly. Yeah. And it's she's using a, using a lot of her lower back when she's doing that. Yeah, well. Not her core. Yeah. The point is this. She's kicking her legs. Not engaging her pelvic floor. Correct. Yeah. There is a hole in her crotch. Oh. She's, so she's exposed. She's not wearing, she wearing underwear? No. She's not wearing underwear. Ex- At birth, so she exposed herself to you is she, what really happened. She did. So you could have complained about way, her. She may dye her hair. She does not dye all her hair. I'll oh, tell you that. Oh, boy. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, boy. That's a damning thing I, to say. Shelly, just so you know, there's something called Brown Betty. In case you're listening, Shelly, there is a dye for women who uh, I I am not a uh, user myself. Not right. that it's anyone's but business. But it is a thing. But I was at, you know, <laughs> I can't say whose house I was at, but I was staying with a friend and I went into her medicine chest. She said, you know, I said I needed something. She said, go, sure, go and get whatever you need. And I said, what is this? What is that? I had to bring it out to the kitchen and say, I don't know. What, the, what is this? What's it for? It was like, remember how they had the um, just for men where you would, could come yeah, into your beard and it would change the color? Yeah. Well, apparently they sell it for women and it's called Brown Betty. Wow. Yeah. Was it Martha Stewart? It was a level of... Dep- no comment. Okay. It was a level of depravity that I was not, uh, or depression that I couldn't, I couldn't fully engage. It is. Yeah. It is pretty. Yeah. That is dire. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so she's so not I, wearing underwear. Right. I was so shocked, and, and when, she's scissoring. And when I'm sh- shocked, I smile really. Sure, big. you get la- You laugh. I yeah. Laugh. You're a nervous laugher. Yeah. So she s- sees me watching her scissor. Oh. And she sees me smiling at her vagina. No. And so Which anyway, she exposed to you. Yeah. And so anyway, she Like goes, she couldn't feel the breeze? She knew. She goes, can I help you? And without any context, this is my fault. I said, I can see your vagina. And she she said, what? And I said, there's a hole in your crotch. She goes, no, there isn't. Why goes, are you using words like vagina and crotch anyway? What am I Brian? supposed to say? I can see your- You could say there's a hole in your, in your leggings. Well, I need. Yeah, Rana, I was sweating. I'd been in this class for forty minutes. Yeah. I wanted to let her know, like it was urgent. And she goes, "No, you can't wear." And I said, "In your crotch." She goes, "There's not a hole there." So I pointed. She kicked. She kicked a little. 
I got caught in the scissor. And I you ended were that up, close? I was very close. And I, where, and who, I where bru- was let's put it this way. I brushed her hair, but there was no brush. Oh, Brian. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, it was horrible. You made contact? It was which I don't even know if she knew, but I felt her hair. And believe me, if I could have uh. sliced off my hand, I would have in that moment. <laughs> But I know oh, world did I harass. The instructor was there. The instructor's on my side, by the You're way. You're the victim here. I know. The instructor said as much. The instructor said, I, I, Shelly, 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 I saw what happened. Because she knows. Well, the you instructor You did have a whole, does. I was uncomfortable saying something. Yeah. Was it Kirsten, the instructor? Yeah. Yeah. It was Kirsten. Kirsten. You know, they have all non-Jewish instructors. That go, not all, but a lot of the girls that do that kind of work. She said, I yeah. saw what happened. I saw what happened. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then- some of the other women were like, it actually was a chorus of, he's gay, Shelly, he's gay, Shelly, he's gay, Shelly. It was just like, a lot he's of- he's not coming in. He wasn't, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's not after you. Well, this and so is the I thought we were cool. Shelley. And then all of a sudden, I get I get basically threatened with my decency in my life by this woman. Your reputation. My reputation. But and Shelley, by extension, yours. Yeah. Well, don't I know it. Yeah. And so I'm sorry. But what would you have done under the circumstances? Well, I mean- like Harvey Weinstein's attorney said, whoa, whoa. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have put myself in that situation. Did you hear that, uh, by the way? Did you hear that? Oh, I'm Un- zero surprised by, by, by that. Unbelievable. She did an interview with The Daily Ugh. where she did a pretty good job of, uh, you know, holding the line of, I wouldn't know. I'm just t- I'm just representing this one client and this she, one By the way, case. she's good. She's deplorable, but she's good. Well, so she did a very good job yeah. in the interview. Uh, of I wouldn't know. I'm I'm identif- uh, no. I'm not extrapolating to the universal. Yeah. I'm just talking about what I see in this one case. Yeah. She has a history apparently of defending men who I don't know if they're are, wrong, are, are wrongfully accused, but that are accused, right. and that her whole philosophy is they deserve their say. In under our justice system, they deserve to be taken seriously in their say just as much as the accuser. Fine. Which is true. Fine. That's fine. But like, but, but why I, were you wearing just, that? Why did you do that? This is just her is brand. Different. Her brand right. is, I'm just trying to keep it even for everybody. Yeah. And that, you know, men's reputations are tarnished by this, and but, but which is, of course, not true. No. And then at the very end, uh, they were done. And the interviewer, who had sort of been danced in circles a bit, said to her, oh, I forgot. They said, she said, do you have any more questions? She said, I did have one more question. Have you ever been sexually assaulted? And she said, oh, no, because I would never put myself in that position. And the whole thing just flipped over on its head. I mean, it was so galling. It was such a gall. and, And so the interviewer said, and it was, I think, Megan, what's her name, who wrote that book with the other one called She Said. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and she said, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that? <clears throat> Excuse me. What do you mean by that? Well, I would never put myself in that position. Mm-hmm. What is that position? Yeah. Oh, well, I would never be late at, out late at night with a man I didn't know. You would never walk down the street. You would never go to a party. She you would said never to be her, a human being. I mean, well, what the first fuck? First of all, she said, So do you not believe that people are ever attacked by people that they know? Right. She said, Well, no, yeah. I'm not saying that. And she said, What about a woman who gets dragged into an alley? What about that? Yeah. And she said, Well, I, I you know, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't put myself in that. And it, the whole thing, honestly, was so damaging. And she wasn't supposed to be by judge's order talking about the case of the victims anyway, which she did slam them a little bit on the thing. But anyway, 
in this case, yeah, people should listen to that. It was on the daily. Uh, Who am I in this situation? You're the victim in this situation. No question. But this is a classic Shelly Feinberg ruse. She's been running this game for years because Shelly, it's very sad, but clearly has a personality disorder and a few other problems. This is how she, this kind of attention Attention. she thrives on. Yeah. It makes her feel important. It makes her feel at the center of things. Right. And I don't know if it all originates from the fact that she has a terrible body odor problem. She always has. She's the kind of person that you speak to at a party and her breath is so bad. It's very stale. That you can't, well, because she was, you know. Probably. She's one of those people who, as I said, is fat thin. So she's thin, but she's not eating and she has poor nutrition. So yeah. she, her body, oh, that's just, she just smells like she's dying from the inside right. out. It's somehow, in any event, yeah. everyone knows about Shelly. Okay, good. So just take a breather. All right. I'm going to get into this. Thank you, Ronna. And... I've been uh, so stressed out. But I'm not. They claim, you know, they're very officious there. So they say, well, this is what we do. This is everyone, you know, everyone gets the same uh, treatments and right, rights and treatment here. So we have to go through the review process. So his membership is suspended for a month. But what I don't like is that they weren't transparent with you. They didn't tell you what was going no, on. And I had to make the call. And that's a Shanda, otherwise known as a shame. So I'm going to talk to them about you're that. You're a class actor, Ronna. Thank you. I really, really, I, I would love to you. put this all behind So where me. are you going to work out while you're here for the next three weeks? That's the question. I know. Still a little I've cold seen, outside to be doing beach walks. I know, but... So Sometimes when I walk to back curves. to the carriage house, I'd love to, first of all. But sometimes when I walk back to the carriage house, I do see a room. Oh, you mean my gym? Yeah. So I don't know if, I mean, I don't. Oh, you want to get on my Peloton? Yeah, I would, I would absolutely love oh. to. I'll wipe it down. Let me think about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll think about it. Otherwise, gym I don't equipment know. for me is a little bit like a bathroom. As I said, I don't, I will never, no matter what happens, no matter how long the queue is for the ladies' room, I will never use the men's room because men are just animals. So I, I keep my, my, gym every is, minute. my gym is pristine because I don't really want other people's I mean, it honestly is beautiful. Equipment. It looks so nice. It would really be a privilege. You'd really be yeah. helping. I'd have, I'll have to see, too, if we can do a second profile on my Peloton or whether... Well, Jordy's got a profile. I've got a profile. I'll just work off, we'll on Jordy's profile. we can profile. do a third. Well, yeah. I'll just work on Jordan's profile. Well, I don't think it works that way because oh. he's got his personal goals that he's meeting. So he doesn't want you working in on his Peloton. Then right. he'll he'll come home and he'll say to me, I didn't burn 1,600 calories last workout. What's this from? Right. And then he'll know. Okay. We have to be careful about that dynamic anyway because Jordan, I don't want Jordan to ever feel he's being replaced. Well, he is. You know, we're becoming very close. Yeah, we I are. I don't want him to feel that I, I've sort of adopted a second That's, son. Rana, I have, I'm willing to include him on absolutely anything. But is he willing to include you, Brian? And we have to go with Jordy's wishes in most of these situations. I mean, I, Jordan is, you know, that's my guy. I'm going to be honest with you yeah. about some. Actually, I'm not going to tell you. I think it might be inappropriate and you don't want to hear it. Okay. Well, let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll let you tell. Let, tell I me. I was up. just gonna say we can. No, cut no. It out. Let's. Uh, huh? No. Okay. Brian. Rana. Who's our best friend in the whole wide world? Aaron Nicole Gibson. Who's the first name that comes to mind? Aaron Nicole Gibson. We've been on. I mean, you you two are in an absolutely in a plural marriage together. We pretty her, much are. You're right. You're right. I've been on tour with her. 
I yeah. think that qualifies me for some a piece of a plural marriage. Absolutely. She's the author of Feminist. Yep. She's the co-host of Throwing Shade. Certainly is. And she has a new pa- podcast, which I am so excited about, called History the sequel. The sequel. Not the squeakquel. No. The sequel. Not the sequel. Which I think is so clever. And she's celebrating forgotten female heroes, which I think is why why haven't hasn't this been done before? Past due. And by the way, she's doing it for in the free feed for um Women's History uh, Month. Absolutely. Which in is great. all of March, which is Women's History Month. Correct. Each week, Erin is joined by a teen co-host, some little teeny bop cute, cool little person who knows what they're talking about. Skateboarding punk. To learn about a slice of her story that time in your history class ignored. I believe that. Female astronaut trainees, abandoned Apache warriors, science fiction innovators, pirates, you name it, they're talking about it. They're going to femsplain yesteryear. Love it. Because the future is female. Pardon me. And so is the past. That's good. So come celebrate Women's History Month this match and broaden your historical knowledge with History the Sequel. Not the Squeakquel. No. You can listen to History the Sequel on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, starting March 2nd. Kiss, kiss. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create a podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Rana, is there ever an opportunity where you want to be informed, but you want to have a lot of fun while you're being informed? Every opportunity. Every opportunity. Yeah. Okay, well, there is a weekly news podcast that I've been on yeah. that is magnificent and it doesn't depress you or leave you in shambles whispering, what's the point? Fake the nation. Oh, with Nagin Fasset. That's absolutely correct. It's an Earwolf podcast. It's brilliant. It's so funny. Every Thursday, Nagin invites her favorite comedians, writers, policy buffs to dish on the news of the week. No, she's terrific. It feels like you're listening to a pop culture podcast, but it's actually a political podcast. Yeah, and she said, John Hodgman. Sure. Judy Gold. Sure. Baratunde Thurston, she, who are all fabulous. She gets them all. Yeah. The conversations flow freely. They're insightful. They're smart. Keep up with current events while laughing through the pain. I love it. Find Fake the Nation on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. New episodes drop every Thursday, just in time for your commute home. So, uh, yeah, give it a listen. Fabulous. You won't regret it. Fake the Nation, Nagin Fasad. Fabulous. So we're back. We're back. Brian and I had to have a little off off screen conversation. We did. We had an off site. This meeting. has led to me pouring us a cocktail because I just actually Martina was the one that suggested we do a kiki. Two words: Casamigos Añejo. Añejo. You're not kidding. That's the old version. I had to. We're doing a first time in the carriage house here. This is the first. Brian time. Brian and I are sharing a drink because I was so 
overwhelmed by the Shelley Feinberg story. Oh, yeah. And well, this is really called a other, minor. A few other things Brian told me in between, which I'm going to leave out. Well, yeah, that is because I don't want to have to get into a legal. So, so now, well, Rana, we, yeah, we don't want to say it on air because this is, con- you know, it's confidential what's going on in your in your life. It is uh, for now. For now, it's until I decide to yeah. talk about. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wanted to. So it's tell just you and me today. It's just you and me, and I wanted to house. kick things off with yeah. a. Sweet drink that you made and that Martina made. And also tell you that we got some wonderful feedback that I remember how we asked people yeah. to tell us if they bought a gift on off eight days of Veronica that we wanted to hear if they did it. Sure. Well, I mean, and I was surprised more pe- a lot of people were posting on Instagram, but not too many people writing in emailing. to say what they thought. Well, we got thought. a lovely letter from Jill who said, yeah. Dear Ron and Brian, I absolutely love the Eight Days of Ronica epi- episode. I looked up every single product you each recommended. You asked us to let us know if we purchased anything and what we thought of it. So here's what I got. Oh. First, I chose the Santa Maria Novella Pot Potpourri candle. Okay. The tall one, excuse okay, I was going to say, I hope the tall. And it smells amazing. I don't think they make it in a short, It is exactly how you described it. I also treated myself to the Aqua DSM Novella Parfum. This particular scent was commissioned in 1533 by, pardon me, Caterina de' Medici herself. It smells wonderful, and it is truly... Caterina de' Medici. De' Medici. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. You said Caterina di Medici, I believe, or something like that. Well, yeah, di Medici. All right, the well, di Medici, very famous Florentine family. Yeah, yeah, many popes came from their bloodline. God, don't I know it? Yeah, all the di Medici's. <laughs> di Medici. It smells wonderful and is truly unlike any other scent I've ever tried. As a bonus, I feel like I have a little piece of history in my home. I was in Florence last summer, where the De Medici's are from. De Medici. And, and completely missed this amazing apothecary. De Medici makes it sound like a pizza place. Well, I bet they ate pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hope. glad you included their products on your list. Even the packaging was elegant and thoughtfully done. What a treat. So glad I splurged on these items. I knew I could trust a Rana recommendation. That is wonderful. Well, no, no origins hug pillow for you. I'm going to put it no, that way. No, she's a Rana. She's a Rana. He's a, the, the, the hug people are Brian's. Thank you. I wanted to read a follow-up, okay. which I feel like this is our second follow-up with this guy. Because he wrote to us, he let us know he was going to be taking them to Les Mis, the stage musical. We're talking was about identical, identical twin, twin aunts. aunts. Yes, identical twin aunts and their birth, their big birthday. Yes. Hey, Rona. Hey, Brian. I hope you're having a good 2020 so far. I don't know if you'll remember me. Of course, oh, we I mean, listen, it's remember iconic. you. You write to us every week. Yeah. Also, you were our first question. You were. Ever and on and the, what, first question when ever on mind. the on the podcast. That was in our first episode, you're wasn't right. it? Yeah. Yes, it was. I don't know if you'll remember me, but I was the English guy asking for present ideas for my mom and aunt's B-Day, the twins. We didn't end up making it to see Les Mis, annoyingly, but I surprised them both at Christmas with tickets to see Ian Juliet. It's new and incredible. Thoroughly recommend next time you're in London. Have you heard of that show? I right? haven't, but that doesn't mean anything. Well, I'd love to know which Juliet that is. Uh, just wanted to let you know we all had a great time, took them to lunch for lunch before, and they both fell in love with the show. I tried to get a pick, but my aunt stopped me after the third attempt, so I've sent the best. I mean, this I guy managed. couldn't get them to lay mez. He couldn't get a picture. Thanks again. He really needs to assert himself a little bit I mean, more with could, these two. I have to be I honest think. with you. He yeah. could try harder. Thanks again for your advice and insight into a family dynamic I hadn't really thought about much before. <laughs> I love him. Love the podcast. Makes me smile every Tuesday. We love you in the UK. Uh, 
fingers crossed you make it over for a live show one day. You never know. Ben X. I'm, I love Big Ben. That's what I'll tell you. Uh, PPS, just listening to Tua Leua. Miss, uh-huh. Can people please See, work a little harder on typos? Yeah. yeah, but even in Instagram posts, people just write whatever, whatever and leave it they there. Want. And they just leave it there. Yeah. Like you can't edit you it. Can you edit can edit it. it. On Twitter, it's mildly acceptable. Yeah. On Instagram, it's, it's really outrageous. unacceptable. It Outra- is outrageous. Just to leave out the word me. Yeah. Mi- I'm with you there. PP, it just says, I dashed this off and I could care less. Yeah, you know I what? needed content, so I put it up. Yeah, you know what else yeah. says that? PPS and no PS. Well, there is a PS. Oh, you didn't The PS is honestly the best I could manage. It was hide. Work getting them to do this. That's the picture. Okay. Pete, but they couldn't see the picture, so I skipped the PS. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> My fault, not his. PPS, just listening to our, your latest episode after having my appendix removed. Thanks for helping me through my pain. XX. Oh, I hope you're better. And me I, too, but he shouldn't be laughing when he had just had his appendix removed. The sky won't heal properly. And by the way, are you telling me that you weren't surfing on your phone and that you're Aunt and mother didn't visit you in the hospital and you couldn't have taken a below low angle picture. I know. Can't we just get a good picture? All we want is to see these identical yeah. twin ants. Well, they're cute. They're very cute. I believe it. Okay. Ronna, should, should we get, we get started? Yes. Let's get started, Brian. Oh, by the way, I should have said Ben, of course. I mean, you know, you should if you if you're really looking forward to those Tuesday episodes so much, why not look forward to Patreon. an extra episode every week ask Rana. Patreon.com. And Ben also ask Rana. Could you honor your namesake and let us know when Big Ben gets all that scaffolding removed? Oh, it's so it's such an eyesore. I hate it. It is. It feels like Brexit happened and Big Ben took a nap. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like he it said, does. he said, you know what? I'm like, closing my eyes. I can't watch I get this. so annoyed every time I see yeah, it. Yeah. I can't watch you rip yourselves apart. Okay. Rana, I actually want you to read this first question. Oh, okay. This one. Hi, Rana and Brian and special elite dream guest. Sorry. Just the two of us, yep. which is the most elite. Just the two of us. We can, are you doing the Will we Smith version of it? We can make it if we try. <laughs> Just the two of us. I love it. You, you and I. I didn't you know didn't you know. could go you didn't so know low. I was an alto. I didn't. Oh, of course you know. Uh, what's the di- Will Smith version? Can you do that for me? This exact same song. Just the two of us. And it's like, me and Jaden in the sky. Or whatever. <laughs> Big fan. Huge. Love you both. And whenever I emphasize like that, it's because they did. Not because I did. It's right. It's in all caps. Yeah. Big fan. Huge. Love you both and need some advice about a problem I'm having at my office. Oh boy, office politics. I was recently hired to work for the government in Canada as an analyst working on policy development. I only work with one other person, a man about 20 years older than me, who has been, been at it a long time. While we are technically peers, he is the de facto lead of our unit since he has a 20-year head start on his government career. The issue is that he is a terrible communicator. He often says jokes that make me uncomfortable, provides feedback that is needlessly curt and rude, (laughs) and has a habit of... Is this from you to me? No, but I love but whenever the be. word I love Kurt. whenever the word Kurt is used because it's such a shitty. It's just such a like you can picture it and it's always so mean. Some of what Kurt response is awful. It also says more about the receiver than the giver, though. Yeah, because it it says a lot about how you're taking it as opposed to look. The intent may be the intent, but if this guy's a schmuck, he's a schmuck. Yeah, how are I you mean, doing it? Fine. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's your problem. Yeah. That you're miserable. 
needlessly curt and rude and has a habit of sending passive aggressive notes to a boss that tend to throw me under the bus. I don't like that. I don't either. I've worked with folks who aren't great communicators before and I would typically address this behavior. Sounds like he's a terrific communicator. He's not the kind that you're interested <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, honestly, he's sending Kurt notes. is direct. This guy's sending messages all over the place. He's yeah. Kurt. He's rude. He's yep. throwing you under the bus yeah. to your boss. Can you help me with something? No. 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 Can't you help yourself? No. <laughs> I've worked with folks who aren't great communicators before, but uh, and I would typically address this behavior directly or express my concerns to my supervisor, but this situation has a slight obstacle. Get the plot thickens. My coworker recently shared with me that he is going through a very hard time at home and may be getting a divorce. Yes, he's miserable. I want to be courteous and understanding that he is going through a hard time, but I also don't love being put down at my job, especially while I'm new and trying to make a good impression. What are your thoughts? Should I pursue discussing it with my coworker or my supervisor now or hope it will pass? I do pursue talking... If I do pursue talking to him, how might you suggest I approach him given that we work together alone and I don't want to create a hostile work environment? Thank you for your help for making this podcast. What a gift. Love, Hillary. I have to tell you something. Tell me. As I was reading that last paragraph, those last two paragraphs, I, such a rage started to build inside of me. Hit it. Why? Because this guy... Hillary, you sound lovely. You sound you sound uh, thoughtful, intelligent, yeah. emotionally intelligent, Completely. all of the above. But f this, as they say, f him and his problems spilling all over his attitude with you and spilling into the workplace. And you need to say, I think, the next time he says something to him, to you, you say to him, "Is there a problem?" Do we have a problem? Because every time I ask you a question, you give me the shortest answer possible. Or when something happens with such and such, instead of dire- instead of addressing it with me, you take it straight to Jim. So I just want to figure out between you and I what's going on here. And look, you just seem like you're in a miserable mood all the time. I'm just trying to do my work. I like you very much personally, but you're making it really hard for me. To let you know, I mean, I think you just have to just hit it right on the head. I think you do too. It sucks that you basically work alone with this person, and I don't think you triangulate it through the boss because I think. But and also, she's a new hire. Like, what yeah. what can she do? He has, and plus, I imagine like in Canada, with someone who has you know decades at a government job. I mean, what are they? They're not going to can him. No, do you know what I mean? And they wouldn't anyway. But 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 I think you sort of. There are these moments in life. Where people slight us or put us down, and you sound like you're a real empath, Hillary. And so you're thinking to yourself, well, he's probably just having a hard time and he's getting divorced. And of course, he probably, you know, he's stuck in old patterns. And, and you're being incredibly understanding. But the moment comes, which is probably now because you've sent this letter to us. Yeah. Where you turn around and you just say, Can I ask you why you just said that to me and why you said it that way? And honestly, it might shock the hell out of him. Because you want to know why? He is going through a hard time at home 
you're going through a hard time at work. Yeah. Everyone deals with a lot of bullshit. And the two places you spend, the place you spend more time than anywhere else is your job. And with this guy. Exactly. He's your number one person in your life. You've, he, you've got to get on a clear path with and him. Not and, and not everybody in life responds to, hey, could I talk to you for a second? Could I take you for a cup of coffee? I want to see what's going on. Da, 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 da. This isn't a guy that wants to open up. I mean, maybe he's opened up a little bit about the divorce. Right. But I think, and especially I do think Canadians, uh, you know, as much as I rag on Canadians, that I do think that etiquette and decorum and demeanor is important to them. I do think there's a civility to that society. Oh, definitely. And that, much like the English, where mm. if somebody's giving you a hard time and you point it out to them, it sort of shames them quite publicly. Right. And the only thing this guy's going to respond to is something like that, where you sort of say to him, can I ask you what the real problem is? Because all, all I did was say to you, can we do the mood, meeting at 10 instead of 10.30? Do you have an actual problem with me or is this something else going on? And also and just saying that might check him just enough. I think so, too. And also like he's only going to respond to your alpha behavior, not to your beta behavior, I think. And I think he will be ashamed about it because what's he doing? Picking on. Listen, this guy just needs to feel control somewhere. Yeah. Because his life is in complete chaos. Excellent so he's point. choosing you to take, to just assert himself and to feel powerful because he probably feels emasculated. And right it's now. exactly, and, and I hate to say it, I don't think it's nothing that you're a girl and he's a boy. I don't either. And I think what you said is exactly right, which is that he feels very comfortable in the shop. He's not going to get fired. So he can, be, he can behave poorly all he wants. That's right. Because he's getting shat on at home. Yep. So he's going to, shit is going to roll downhill. Yeah, as they say. Look at me. I've already had one sip of a Casamigos, and I've been swearing all. Also, like you know, I I have to say, my gut reaction to this was like, oh, you really have to tread lightly, that poor guy. But also, there's a difference. What did you just say to me? Huh? No, like that. I'm sorry. What did you just say? Oh, what? I said, why would we have the meeting at ten thirty when we can have at ten? Can I ask you why you said it like that? Yeah. Did I do something to offend you? Yeah. Okay. Can you do me a favor? If you have a question for me, can you just ask it? Yeah. And not be an asshole about yep. it. Oh, I, I didn't realize. And furthermore, if 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 you have a problem. Don't call him an asshole, but yeah. No, don't. But yeah. yeah, just I would be straight up with him because, and also there's a big difference between you're getting a divorce and you might be getting a divorce. So this guy also need to establish yourself at this job. Otherwise, this dynamic is going to be this forever. Exactly. And even if you had a friendly conversation with him, he's going to behave himself for about, a week or a month and then it's going to go right back to this because of exactly what Brian said which is he is just a gorilla looking for a patch correct and you wandered into his patch that's right so you're going to have to say to him guess what we're sharing this patch so you figure it out one other idea and this is a fantasy idea yeah and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be, uh, that you don't have to be understanding about what's going on with him, et cetera, et cetera. But he needs to be checked and not by the boss, by you. This leads into my idea. Yeah. Oh, boy. No. It's a good one. It's a fun one. Go to the kitchen. Does he have a mug? Take his favorite mug. <laughs> Pee in it. Rub, ga- <laughs> rub gasoline all over the edge of the no. mug. Then urinate in it. Then ask him if he wants a cup of chamomile tea. If he works late one night. <laughs> if he works late one night. Hide in the packing garage. Dim all the lights in the office. <laughs> and then come out, play this song. Oh, boy. 
and then come out and lip sync the entire thing. One way or really, another by Blondie. Really aggressively <laughs> and see what he does. Because I think he'll get the message. You need to mix it up. I think the message will be she wants to sleep with him if she lip syncs that to him. Oh, is that what she's saying? I thought she meant like, watch your back. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to get you, get, get you, get you, I guess get it you is one sexy. way or another. No, I always thought she was pursuing You're some absolutely guy. right. Don't yeah. play that song. <laughs> okay. Ready? Uh, let Hillary, let us know what happens. I know. I'm excited to find Everybody out. let us know what happens because who knows? We might let other people know what happened. Hello. If you let us know what happened, we might let them know. Hello, Ron yeah. and Brian. Yeah. I s- okay, here we go. I split up with my husband this past fall. Okay. And the last time we talked was about arguing over shared debt we had that we needed to pay off before we filed for divorce. Hmm. It was mainly debt from our wedding. And so I offered to help pay for some of it. When he gave me the spreadsheet of itemized wedding costs, he included the cost of my engagement ring and my wedding ring. Oh, thank God you're getting rid of him. I did not oh, think those things would be There's nothing <laughs> I like less than a man who wants his ring back. I did Unless not. Unless you've only been married for, if you've been married under a year, I think, I think the ring should always be given back by the woman, but I do not think it should be asked for back by the man. Well, ever. legally, if you're not married yet, yeah, a man or woman, depending on how you proposed yeah. or you know what your situation is, can ask and illegally gets back the engagement ring. Okay, before you married. Yes. Okay. Before you married, because it's the promise of something that didn't happen. Fair enough. And so it's an expectation you have legally that didn't come but through. But there's something so However, grubby about that conversation. Oh, I agree. And when you're yeah. married, that's a different story. Yeah. Okay. I did not think those things would be included, and I hadn't put the cost of his wedding ring in the sheet. I certainly hope not. After arguing about it, I boxed up the rings along with some other gifts he had given me, including a Breitling watch. Breitling? Yeah, we're not talking about small potatoes here. Breitling watch. Yeah. Small potatoes to me, I've never even heard of it. Well, John Travolta was the Breitling spokes, spokesman for a while. I believe it's the watch that the Royal Air Force uses. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the terms, on a, in the range of Swatch to Rolex, where does it lie? Rolex and beyond. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, sometimes you get stainless steel, who knows? Right. Yeah. Okay. But it's certainly not a swatch, no. It's okay. a br- nice watch. Okay. Uh, well, I'd love to have a Breitling. Yeah, but you know I what? don't know if you're a I will take your Breitling watch. I don't know if you're a Breitling. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about a watch for you. Because yeah. it's time to move into a watch category for you. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a really cute... I, got I know it. you have your eye on a Rolex ever since Yasser All, Ever since here. Yasser came, yeah. came in with that Rolex. Yeah. Okay. I boxed up the rings along with some other gifts he'd given me, including a Breitling watch that was my wedding gift, and shipped them to him and blocked him. I think I did the right thing in washing my hands of the situation, but some of my friends think I was too nice. Agree. My, my question is, was it appropriate for him to want me to pay for half of my engagement no. and wedding rings? I didn't pick out the engagement ring myself, and the wedding ring... <laughs> I love that she put that, because like, yeah. Well, he decided how much he wanted to spend. But you're absolutely... Actually, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. I didn't pick out the engagement ring myself. And the which I think is a mistake. It also means it might have not might not have been what she wanted. Right. Yeah. And the I wedding found ring, myself in that situation. And the wedding ring had been partially paid off when we bought it because he exchanged his old wedding ring for it. Ugh. I know this should have been a foreshadowing. Oh, she's great. He's, I love that she just dipped that writing his his previous wedding ring. He's yeah. always made significantly more than me. And I was in grad school when we got married, but still mm. paid for nearly half the wedding, if that matters. Of course it matters. Anyway, thanks for the help. I love the show and both of you immeasurably, Patty. 
What is the question? I think the well, the, I think other the, than it being a terrific story, the, what's the question? She already made the mistake of sending the everything subject back. Line, so what's well, the question? The subject line of the email was: Was I too nice to my ex husband? Yes. Do you think she was? Absolutely. What should she have told him? Like if he had, he directly actually he didn't directly ask. He put in the spreadsheet: You owe me for half of the wedding ring and the engagement ring. I really would love to know how long they were married. I would like to. But no, you shouldn't have to pay for that. That's crazy. I would like to know how long they were married. I agree. Because I do think if this was like, you know, a six month situation, it's interesting to me that they're still paying off the wedding. So it makes me think that they weren't married very long. And they don't. It also makes me think they're not afraid to live beyond their means a little bit. That's true. If they're still paying off the wedding, which I'm not crazy about. And clearly, I would have taken. It sounds like he's one of those people who's both flashy and cheap. Which is a the, real losing combination. Oh, that's the person who doesn't concerned. tip the valet, yep. who who gets cheap when it comes to tipping people. That's correct. Absolutely. That's yeah. and, and just spends, spends, spends on himself. He sounds, and I don't love this word, but it seems appropriate here. He sounds stingy, is he what does. he sounds. Why don't you love that word? Because I think it's often used in an anti-Semitic context. Oh, okay, it's not you. an anti-Semitic word, but I think it's taken on some of that connotation because people love to apply it to my people. Yep. Uh, this is a guy that felt flashy enough to buy her a Breitling watch as a wedding gift, but didn't Which pay... was probably more about him than you. But yes, because he wants people to see exactly. that he bought you this Breitling watch. But what he doesn't want people to see is that he made you, who was in grad school, <clears throat> unless you have a bunch of family money, pay for part of this wedding, which I think is shameful. Yeah. And but you know also maybe they both wanted a flashy wedding. Totally, maybe and it was this is the way they did it, and, and this is what they agreed on, and that they're they're that way, and maybe who knows grad school? Maybe she's a doctor now, and they're paying. You know, they're using that future income kind of thing where they expect a certain amount of money to, you know, which is f- perfectly reasonable. You know, you're going to take a job at Goldman Sachs next year, so you don't have any money this year, but you have it next year, and you're getting married, and you know whatever. I don't know the ins and outs of their situation. I do know this. You made the mistake. You're going to have to live with it. What? I don't understand. You already sent it. You're not getting it back. So it doesn't you already seem... sent it to him. You were too nice about it. You should have said, absolutely. Again, I, I stand with Brian in that we don't know how long they were married for. It doesn't sound like they have children because it, no, it, like there are no, no children, ties that yeah. bind them. That's what drives me crazy is you should have just gotten what you wanted out of this and then blocked him or at the very least told him like, cause he's out of your life at the very least been like, I think you asking for the wedding ring is, is kind of crazy and sort of shitty and yeah. kind of mean. And I'm not, uh, I'm not sorry. The engagement gift was a, the engagement ring was something that you gave to, and again, we also don't know why this marriage broke up. Right. So I don't know whether she had a, you know, something going on, a he, or they just couldn't get along. I think that fact is in too. I do think if she were to run off with somebody else, that she should give him the ring back. I do think that. Not 10 years in, but, you know, in the first couple of years of marriage. I think if you're responsible, if the female is responsible for the dissolution of, or not the female, but whoever, the party, who is responsible for the dissolution of the marriage, I think it's reasonable to say, whoops, uh, I know you spent 50 grand on a ring right. and gulp. Then I ran away with someone else. So yeah, you should have this back. Do you, how much did Bob spend on your ring? Oh God, who knows? Really? Did you pick it out? I did not pick it out. But did he know what 
you liked? I think, well, Bob and I had two two tries at it. The first Wait, ring. What? The first ring I didn't care for, and I told him. What did you say? So I both did and didn't pick out my ring. Let's put it that way. The first ring. But these are but engagement a, rings. Well, it was a beautiful stone. So Bob had a family stone. Oh. Okay. So he gave me, it was his grandmother's ring, the stone. And it was a sizable stone, so I wasn't complaining. But I wasn't crazy about the setting he chose because it just, he didn't know. What did he know? And so I said, Bob, I love it. It's gorgeous. If it means a lot to you, I'll keep it this way. (laughs) But, you know, I do, it's not my taste. You said this while he was on bended knee? No, I waited till he stood up, of okay. course. No, I gave it a couple of days. Okay. But I wasn't going to go flashing that around and have people think I was happy with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, I absolutely adore it. And this is, you know, I'm so touched. But would you mind terribly if I change the setting? He said, I don't care. Do whatever you want. You're the one who has to live with it. Yeah. So I changed the setting. Wow. Yeah, of course. Went right into town. Said, show me what you've got here. And change the setup. Do you ever still wear it? I don't. Yeah. It's in a safe deposit box. I'd love to see it It's sometime. a big stone. It's a very big oh, well, I'd stone. I'd love to see yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, I, and then I would, you know, have to wear, wear it in town. We went to Symphony. I would feel like I had to turn it around. Why? We oh, because it was so embarrassing. Street. No, because it draws a lot of attention. I don't want to get mugged. And then when I got back, got into Symphony, I would turn it back around and the people could say. And also, to be honest with you, people were very envious. Yeah. And at that age, when you're getting engaged and everybody's getting engaged, they're all keeping a tally of what they have and what you don't have. Right, and right. Da, da, da. And so it, it seemed like the thoughtful thing to do, right. to not wear it too often. Yeah, that's but you very can be sure I wore it to Jordan's bar mitzvah. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, of course. Any okay. alum like that? Have you ever slapped anyone across the face? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah. Have you? No, I'd love to. Yeah, but it would I never be a, have. It would be fun, wouldn't it? It would be. It yeah. would be just a nice because honestly, it's so. I feel like it would be. You would just be shocked if someone did that to you. It would be a great feeling. <laughs> it would, yeah. but I don't have anyone in my life I want to slap. No, well, that's yeah. I mean, normally, I mean, I've been pawed at a few times in a way that I didn't care for. What is that? But mean? I, you know, like men, in the heat of men the get handsy, you know. Oh, but I uh, see. like sex. Well, you know, women of my generation—that's the kind of you know, men think they can just put their hands on you. Oh, right. But I'm not a person that would slap you in the face. I'm a person that stamps on your foot. Got it. I'm a foot stamper. I believe that it. I've done once or twice, because I don't know if women, everyone must know this, but you hit a man in the arch of his foot, and he immediately recoil. It's a very tender spot. Really? Yeah. And so that you, that takes care of them usually pretty quickly. All right. Yeah, and they don't see it coming. I'm dying, yeah. Rana, for you to read this next one because you're not going to believe a second of it. Okay. It truly, I don't even really understand this question. It just made me laugh so hard. I hope, you, I hope you're tickled by it. Okay. Hello, Verona and Brian. Question from a lady attorney. I am a courtroom lawyer. When I'm out litigating, I typically wear a sensible pencil skirt or sheath dress with coordinating blazer. Okay. There are some outfits that look okay with black tights, tweed. But when I'm wearing a lightweight fabric, something like my purple polyester Tahari skirt suit, I feel like I need the sheer energy of classic pantyhose. Legs. We L-E-G-G-S. Get a kick. God, it's L apostrophe E-G-G-S. She misspelled it. 
It's we French. get a kick out of legs and it shows from oh, my head right. to our toes. Our legs, pantyhose. How are we not getting buckets of legs? Make us look great if they still make them. Each step we take, because it shows in our smiles that legs fit our <laughs> style. Oh, okay. I wish they had that at karaoke because you're really good at it. Thank you. I've been wearing nude legs, sheer energy hose. Oh, okay. Since I started my job about 10 years ago. Should I give this up? I am turning 40 next year and I want to maintain a stylish but appropriate work look. I'll tell you, I see some younger lady attorneys in my office who never wear skirt suits. They wear pantsuits with no socks and Rothy's. What, what's a Rothy? Oh, those are those shoes that were always advertising on the daily that are made from old water bottles. Oh, right. Yeah. We'd be happy to have their business if they're looking for Absolutely. someone. Absolutely. I'll wear water bottles on my feet. <laughs> Even on occasions when I'm in a pantsuit, I'm wearing legs, nude, knee highs to protect my pedicure from getting chipped. My goodness. I admit the nude knee highs are a little silly, but they are a foundation garment that improves my comfort, so I am not giving up the knee highs altogether. The question is, should I give up on nude hose? A nude ho- a nude hose tacky, ridiculously old-fashioned. Am I too old for her to be a grand millennial? If nude hose are tacky, maybe I should be wearing black and soft black hose only. Legs sell the... <laughs> <laughs> legs sell their sheer energy hose in black and soft what does sheer black. energy mean sheer energy is just the the <laughs> brand of it's legs they have caffeine in them no they have like they have a little bit of support oh They're i like, see oh like got, it, a, got it got it it's okay. like a you know a control top or a sheer energy is the it's the sort of sub brand you're about to get to my favorite line in a second legs sells their sheer energy hose in black and soft black but i don't usually get those i usually order <laughs> Nude in bulk. (laughs) I'm obsessed with this person. (laughs) Bulk oils of nude hose become the exclusive territory of ice dances and chicken wing waitresses. Or can I continue wearing them? Three question marks. Thanks so much. Liz. Now, Rhonda, this is a question where I have no advice because I could not believe my eyes when I read it. I thought the only people still wearing pantyhose were drag queens, <laughs> ice dances, ice dance. Yeah, right. Jennifer Lopez when she's on stage. That's right. Which is the same thing as an ice dancer, anyone by the way. That, or a ching, a chicken wing waitress. That's right. Same situation. That's right. They, they have, do it. They and have hooters, to wear they them. Do do they that. have to wear them. It's a hand net. Did you know that? Oh, it's like a sanitary. They're so thing. naked. They have to wear them. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Liz, here's the thing. By the way, is it so sexist or something that I'm laughing? Not at okay, all. Okay, good. Liz is her own woman, okay? Uh, by the way, Liz, my only advice is keep doing you. I Liz, think it's amazing. I think that the ultimate advice is Brian's advice, which is keep doing you. Because, Liz, no one has worn a nude stocking in about... 16 years maybe longer i I think you're right and you seem to enjoy the feeling of (laughs) of being in there sheer just nude sheer energy not to mention them in bulk not to mention there's something about liz who gets a kick out of i don't know if she's a foot fetish or what's going on she gets a kick out of the act of it's very annoying to put on pantyhose 
It but, seems like it would be. But she likes, somehow she gets a kick out of rolling up the hose, putting them on her foot, and then having to roll them up her leg. Listen, it's a very sexy action. And there's something I think, uh, Liz, you'll have to discuss this with your therapist, <laughs> but there's something about this putting on pantyhose that I think makes her feel like a grown-up woman who goes to work and does her job. Sure. And so if that is the case, Liz... I mean, the real issue is Liz knows she looks like a dinosaur in these pantyhose. The crazy thing is Liz is also young. Yes, but she knows that she's okay. To use your expression, you said that Tennessee was north for south. Right. Liz is old for young. Yeah. So my guess is Liz about 40. Did she say how old she was? She's just turning 40. Yeah. She's feeling like she's old for young. And she wants to know if it's okay to just become an old lady. That's what she wants to know because okay. it's really what she wants. Yeah. Because if Liz wanted to be young, see, she thought it was kind of tongue in cheek that she was young and wore pantyhose and who cares? She's young. What does it matter? She's not even thinking about it. Who cares what people think about what I look? I'm young. Right. But now she feels old. So are the pantyhose making her feel look older to the young people coming up? Unless you're performing... It is a it's a it's a choice. It's a strong choice. The only thing I can tell Liz, Liz is at the threshold right now of is she gonna become the older lady in the office that wears pantyhose? That's what she's wondering about, really. But she wants to keep wearing them. Wear them. Liz, all I can tell you is for sure, all of the younger associates and everyone else in the office is talking about it. Talk about the fact. <laughs> You wear pantyhose. That you wear everybody nude, sheer energy is hose. talking about it. You are the lady that wears pantyhose. Everyone's talking about it. She said she's been wearing them for ten years, and she she hasn't turned forty yet. So she was in her twenties doing this. Yes, but she was young, so she thought it was fun. who cares. I like to wear pantyhose. It's funny. You know who wears pantyhose? Now the, she want. Now she thinks she's an old lady that wears pantyhose. You know who wore pantyhose to the Golden Globes one year? Who like? They all, all the old ladies wear them. Well, no, who? right when New Girl started, Zoe Deschanel wore nude hose on purpose. I mean, I think to get a she, reaction. Yeah, but she probably wore them with an open toe sandal. It, she did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a, an 80s wink. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A like, working I want to know. girl. Ha ha ha. I want to know if this is. Liz loves these pantyhose. And by the way, I have a question. I can't what imagine. Do you, what do you wear over your feet? She says she also does it to protect her no, pedicure, but that's protect, an excuse. It's absolutely an so- excuse. She's not protecting her pedicure. Liz, I will say this. If you make one change, lose the knee highs. Really. No, that's enough with the knee highs. That's enough. There's no reason for that. You can't It feel doesn't good feel yourself. good. It's cutting off the circulation below your knee. You're going to get varicose veins. Don't get, don't get into that. that you, okay? I have to be honest with you. I take off my socks before I take off my pants because I hate the image you know, of myself in socks. Hot foot. I hate the image of myself in socks and underwear. It's disgusting <laughs> to me. But you're a never nude. That's I am a real an, dilemma. I am a never nude, but I'm but I underwear's not nude. No, but you hate the image of you in underwear. But you're a never nude. No, I love the image of myself in underwear. I don't like oh, the image of myself said, in underwear and socks. Oh, underwear and socks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, terrible. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I yeah, always yeah, take yeah. off my socks first because I, I don't like- I love the image of myself no, in underwear. I do, but nothing makes Here me feel- the ingenue. Nothing She's ma- back. Nothing makes me feel older than wearing socks, socks and, and underwear. Yeah, it's an old- You name. just feel old. Liz, they're talking about you. <laughs> They've been talking about it for 10 years, though, so it doesn't matter. I'm a, Liz, all I am it does, obsessed with you. All it does is make you an eccentric. 
And you are one based on your letter. Yeah, you are. And that's fine. Anyone that has chosen to wear pantyhose at a time where women have been liberated from pantyhose. I mean, women have been liberated from pantyhose for the last 20 years. I think I was going to say, I think you obviously love the feeling. It gives you comfort in some way. Keep doing you, but you've got to lose the knee. I also want to know the only other thing I want to know is, do you wear suits with shoulder pads? And is your hair the exact same style of Elizabeth Taylor's in the White Diamonds commercial? Well, it's not a terrible question because she mentioned she was a purple Tahari polyester. I don't know what dress. any of that means. I mean, I know what purple and polyester are, but I don't know what Tahari is. Didn't she say purple? She did. But what's a Tahari? And then she talks about, hold on, da, 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 they are a foundation garment that improves my economy. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Liz, purple polyester Tahari skirt suit. I mean, really. She's dressing like Erin Brockovich. I'd love you, to know Will you tell me what working. a Tahari is? Tahari's a brand. I'm not not partial to it myself. Okay. But, it's uh, for some. Yeah. All it's right. sort of a Persian mother of the bride brand. Okay. Uh, but they do make some nice things. And I understand it's in that same category as theory or, you know, it's a mid-range. It, it's exp- It's not, it's expensive for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, and, she, and she has to have a lot of, uh, she has to have a lot of work clothes. So, but I mean, she's wearing a purple skirt suit and pantyhose. I know. And she's wondering if people are looking at her. Liz, you sound fabulous. You really do. Will you send us a couple? Even if just your legs. Would you send us a couple of action shots? I'd love to see a couple. I'd love to see a couple of these outfits. I would. And I'd love to know where she's practicing law and what kind of law she's practicing. And you don't have. By the way, she's a litigator. You don't have to show your face if you don't want. She's a courtroom lawyer, Brian. You have to keep that in mind. So she's on stage. She is a, a litigator. She is in the courtroom before a judge in a purple suit with pantyhose on. I want to know Did what her the, record is. I want to know how she does it. If she's a if she's a winning attorney, and or if, the, if we need a makeover. If the pantyhose are now a good luck charm, and you're superstitious. Yeah, All Liz, right. you keep doing you as Brian. Said. Should we do our very last one, or there's one before the very last one? One more than the very. Okay, last Okay, so let's one. do this one. Oh, I think it's okay. my turn to read. Okay. Oh, turn. Are we Sorry. taking turns? No, no, oh, it's know. Brian's turn. Excuse me. Hi, Ron and Brian. I'm. This is. This one's actually pretty quick. I'm looking for some advice regarding my boyfriend. Okay. He turns thirty. Oh, in good August. boyfriends. We've been looking for boyfriends. That's right. Yeah. He turns thirty in August, and I can tell it's already beginning to bother him. <sighs> He's never worried about oh. his age before, but I've already noticed him starting to worry about little things. Mm-hmm. He's always been confident and sure of himself. So I'm asking first, how can I support him? Yeah. In the run up to the big day. And then also, are there any gift ideas to make it feel really special? Thanks so much. I love the podcast, L from the oh, UK. I have bad news for I you, I do too, Elle. but you I go have first. terrible news for you. As do I. Things are about to hit the fan. <laughs> there is nothing worse <laughs> than... There is literally no worse person to date in this universe... Couldn't agree more. ...than a 29-year-old it's man. The worst. It is absolutely... So women, they talk about the ticking clock. Like when women get into the third, oh, your clock's ticking. 29 is so is when, outrageous. Right. But 29 is, when men is lose. peak, peak men lose their mind. <laughs> they wake up one day. I don't know when it ha- I think it happens either when they're pouring their coffee or putting on one sock or walking down a street and should I turn left or turn right? And something in their subconscious bubbles up and smacks them in the face and says, you're going to die someday. Yep. 
And you haven't done anything. And you don't make a dime. And you're not. I remember a week after my yeah. 29th birthday yeah. having a panic attack yeah. and throwing up and that entire year <laughs> yep. just being about my future and just melting. Because they are at the precipice of adulthood. And men, whether they, honestly, it's genetic, it's Neanderthal, it's everything. But they, uh, there is a drive to be a provider that is de- in the same way that the ticking clock for a woman is, am I going to have a baby? For a man, it is, oh my God, am I ever going to be able to not only support myself, but support a family? If you were a bird on planet Earth... And you were showing off your feathers for the women. Yeah. You would be the one who was never chosen and you're panicking. Yeah. That's what's happening. And they realize that they are supposed to now be, they're not children anymore. They're supposed to be responsible for an ecosystem. Right. And they don't have a plan. You're right. It is all Neanderthal. And the kick, clicking, the ticking clock is too. It's all so old fashioned. Yeah. But we do cave into it. Yes. Because it's real. It's real. Yeah. They start thinking, or their hair's thinning a little, or they can't recover from the hangover as well as they used to. They realize they're mortal. And they're, it's not going to last forever. And they think, oh boy, yeah. I have to pair off. But then they think, my God, I couldn't possibly pair off. I have nothing in the dowry chest to offer. And nothing is fun Because anymore. I am the manager of communications at Blank Place. And... It's wonderful, actually, that it happens for them because it kicks them into hyperdrive and then their 30s become their earning years. But whoever's with that person becomes a victim to it because all of a sudden they think you are cornering them and it isn't true. That's exactly right because they need an externalized fear. Correct. Their fear is completely internal and they need someone to blame to look at, say, they basically think the whole world, they wake up and they feel naked and the whole world is looking at them. Yep. And you're looking at them. And all you're saying is... Well, it's such a double-edged sword. All you're saying is, where do you want to have dinner on Friday night? And he's saying to himself, you think I can't make a dinner reservation? And you're saying, oh, I just wanted to know where we were having dinner. Mm -hmm. And then the other worst part is if you coddle him and you say, and you try to make him feel better about any of this, you make him feel weak and you emasculate him. And it's not anything that you're doing. It just isn't. It's just what he's going through. So you can try and weather this. And you may come out the other side. Yeah. But this is why you need to either marry a man before 28 or dip back in around 32, 34 (laughs) when they start getting it back on track. But whatever you do, you do not marry. Unless he's already in the... You're not married. No, so that's the like problem. It. Yeah. If they were already married, he would think, <laughs> I have... I it's have, 2020. I understand, but this is just how they think. He would think, okay, we're in this together. Phew. So I'm freaking out, but mm. this person knows me intimately enough that I can explain these insecurities and we can get through it together. So you think on his birthday she should propose to him? No, absolutely not. I think she'll be lucky if this relationship lasts. <laughs> I do. I mean, they it's, go she has been through, dealt a tough hand. Men it actually go through difficult. two midlife crises. It's a quarter life and a midlife. Yeah. Yes, they go right. through this quarter life crisis. Yeah. And then later when they're about 40, that's right. whatever, 42 I mean, to I 52, they go through another one. my mind. Can you imagine if you were in a relationship with someone you really liked? No. Who you were close enough to that you could treat them terribly? No. 
Yeah. I mean, I because you would have. Oh, absolutely, I would. I would have blamed everything on everybody else. This goes back to uh, what are you doing today? What's your plan? It's the same, except that they feel that way all day, every day. Every question you ask is a quiz, is a trap. And when you come, but but it's about what they're going through. Oh, completely. So the best thing you can do, very tricky. You have to bob and weave on this. And you need to, and when he's lashing out and acting out, you don't say, I'm so sorry, I just thought blah, blah, blah. You just say, I'm going to go to the other room for a minute. Pull yourself together. And when you're not acting like an insane person who I didn't simply ask if you want to go to dinner or not, you can come in and talk to me. Mm -hmm. I'm going out to get a cup of coffee. Would you like one? That's the other thing that I think people don't do enough in relationships is create space. Because you end up being, when you're crazy about someone, or when you're getting domesticated, you end up spending a lot of time together. I've mentioned this before, but this is a thing to do, especially when you're dating. Even if you're a few years into this. This guy, the, I mean, this is a whole new set of rules. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much. And wonderful that you have all that credit in the bank that you can work off of in the relationship and blah, blah, blah. But he's lo- he's losing his mind. Right. Imagine, <laughs> no, like uh, go, buy, go to the card section of the drugstore and look at all the PMS cards that they love to sell about women at, at that time of the month. This is what's happening. Menopause yes. or whatever. That's what he's going I couldn't through. agree more. I really I mean, couldn't. they don't call it that, but that's what it is. He's out of his mind. If you really want to drive him out of his mind, give him a gift certificate for one, for, for like a, uh, a refresh on his LinkedIn page and just watch him <laughs> throw himself out the window. <laughs> just really lean into it. But what I think is you need to create sort of micro breaks within a relationship. So relationship. So what I mean by this is maybe your usual thing is in the morning you wake up and you have coffee together, whatever. For instance, this is something I do if I'm on a trip, if I'm with a, a, a gentleman friend. I'll say, I'm going to go out and get a coffee. Do you want one? That's nice. It's not only very nice to get somebody a coffee. It also creates a 40-minute pocket of time in the morning ah. where that person can get themselves together. Yeah. Same thing for this. I'm going to go out to Odd Bins and get a bottle of wine. What is that? That's she lives in the UK, oh, so okay. that's the liquor store around the corner. Oh, she, I'm going to go to. Oh, hopefully she lives near a waitress. I'm going to go see if they took the scaffolding off. Big near a wait rose. Wait rose. Waitress. That's right. You say I'm going to go. Oh, should we get takeaway? I'll go pick it up. Takeout. They say takeaway. I know, but I'm saying it for. Translating. Should we get? <laughs> should we get takeaway? How about I go pick it up? Because he comes home from work and he's revved. Thinking about what he did or he didn't do. Just little moments where you say, I'm going to go do something by myself. It also, this sounds crazy, but it makes them realize that you'll leave and that you'll go do something independently. And then when you come back, they appreciate they're you. delighted to see you. And you've brought food. But it's just those little things where if he's having in a snit, you don't have to say, I'm going for a walk. You're acting unreasonable. There will be moments when you have to say that. But you could just say, I'm going to get a little fresh air. Scare the shit out of him. It really, it honestly really is like living with like a teenager or something. Like, I mean, it, it really is a moment that's dark. It's another way of saying, I don't love what's going on here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go take, why are you taking a walk? What happened? I just want a little fresh take air. Take care of yourself. I just want a little fresh air. That's all. 
I think I might go to a movie. Well, maybe I want to go. Oh, and okay. If you want to come, you can. I do feel badly for her because she wants to get him a gift so much that makes him feel special. And you should. It just isn't. Also, it's not going to be over on the big day, just so you know. Yeah. I mean, it'll be better after the big day. That's but, true. Yeah. It, it, it does. Get, by the way, that's a good point. It does get way better. Um, and Don't then it try really, to make, you're at your peak. I think you have to figure out also, does he want a potty? Does he not want a potty? Mm-hmm. What that looks like. But understand that this is a real crisis point for him. Yeah. And be understanding, but try not to baby him too much. Even I, if that's yeah, care way, of yourself. Because he's going to take that as you know what they slightly say, emasculating. They say, if you're going down in the plane, you put the oxygen mask on yourself first. You, your friend Stephen Slater told you that. The he sure did. The one who, yeah. The jet blue. Uh, you know, all I want to date, <laughs> all, all I really want to date is someone who after hours will take me down that slide from an airplane. How fun would that be? Oh my God. So oh, well, you can make it happen. You're making friends with them. But I think that's exactly right, Brian. Put your oxygen mask on first. And this doesn't mean ignore what's going on with him. No, I mean, but it's going through be, it. It's sad. These are tantrums. And you love each other. And these are, yeah. Whether, if he's worth it, weather the storm, for sure. But, don't try too hard to make the load lighter on him because you're not going to be able to. Yeah. All you can do is... Be- Otherwise, and by the way, because if you do that, you can also just tell him, I will no longer lighten your load, wink, wink. Be und- That's correct. Be understanding, be cheerful, but don't be overly present would be my advice. I think that's a great, great advice. Okay. All right, good Where's luck, Here's our Elle. last question. Here's here. our last question. Well, Verona and Brian... Okay. That's very familiar. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Some would say, yeah, very colloquial. Yeah. Uh, I stunk it up in Iowa. I had Ford V Ferrari in the campaign Oscar pool. <laughs> God. <laughs> this idiot. God, that movie was terrific. I can't believe it didn't win. I'll never understand it. <laughs> and I think history will agree with me. And then I got my butt kicked in New Hampshire, and it's taking more and more injections to keep the old dome looking smooth. <laughs> so things look dark, I guess. But you know what, Ronan? And you know what, Brian? I'm not down. I'm an optimist. I see the glass as one-eighth full instead of seven-eighths empty. Oy. I'm ready for whatever challenges lie ahead, and I'm not going down without a fight, and the American people know... I'm not going down. And the American people know I'm not going down with the fight. Okay. I've been running for this job and losing for <laughs> 32 years. So what's another few months? Make all the jokes you want, but I'm cool. I'm happy. Did you know that I have never in 32 years I've been running for president, finished a primary or caucus in better than fourth place? Never. Wow. How do you like that? Reminds me of when Corn Pop and I lost the county relay sprints by more than 12 seconds. Not even close. Old Pop had that funny hitch in his stride. God, I loved him. But here's the thing. As you know, my boy Hunter has had a bit of a rough go since Abbo died. All right, babe. But look, he's on the upswing, and I think it's just great. On the baby front. Well, it's complicated, as you may have heard. He knew he had the one coming, but it turns out there's another one that's already here. He initially says it, was, says it wasn't his, Ugh, and I believed people. him, but now it turns out, well, his little guys are good swimmers, I guess. 
The mother of this one is not the biggest fan. It's a great expression. It is. The mother of this one is not the biggest fan of old Hunty. So I'm wondering if there's a nice gift that Jill and I can send along to the youngster to maybe help bring mother, child, and Hunter together. What do you say, guys? Can I be honest with you? You know who is love to you both. JB. You know who has deserved better throughout this entire thing? Who? Dr. Jill Biden, who is brilliant yeah. and a class act. And yeah. I could watch. She re- shoved someone the other day. Did you see that? No. There was a, she pulled a Wendy Dang. Remember when yeah, Rupert Murdoch defended when, Rupert Murdoch? That was actually one of the greatest moments. It was when a great she slapped moment. that guy across yes. the face. What? Jill Biden hit somebody? Somebody shoved? was at the. There was a. a uh, same guy that keeps showing up at all the rallies, razzing him. And security was trying to get him out of there. This was in New Hampshire. And Jill went over and helped shove him out. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they are riled. Yeah. I don't people. mind that, though. No, I don't either. She, I, I, she's brilliant. I, would, that, I wish she were I running. never liked Wendy Jang, but I felt she earned every penny she got when she slapped that guy across the face. Yeah, that the was face. pretty. And she I mean, that was. It. I mean, she really. Oh, that, talk about a face slap. You ask if I've ever slapped anybody across the face. Wendy Jang is I the did, number I, one inspiration. I hope I would have the cojones that Wendy Everyone Dang Everyone should really be looking forward to the reference points for this week's episode yeah. on Instagram. The because Wendy you're going to see is that slap. I hope there's a gif of it. I do, too. If there is, I'll put if it If there up. isn't, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Can I be honest? You know the scenario here. Okay, so Joe Biden's son, Hunter, who uh, was $50,000 a month in the, it, for- Burisma. For Burisma in yeah. Ukraine. Um, but you know the background before that. Well, I know that so the- Bo, the, the, Bo the, died and passed away. Correct. Brain cancer. And then there is a woman in Arkansas or Alabama? Don't skip over the best part. Okay, tell me. Bo Biden's widow- yeah. And Hunter Biden yes, of course. were having an affair. Yes. And the family condoned it. Right. Because what were they going to do? Yeah. But basically, that and that ex wife of Hunter Biden said she was filing divorce because he spent all their money on hookers and, and blow, basically. And then he took up with, with Bo Biden's widow. That didn't work out. Then, who knows what happened in between? AKA this baby. Right. But he's now married to some South African who I think is Jewish. Her last name's Cohen. She's about 31. They're living in Los Angeles. And she is with child at the moment. She's probably about seven months pregnant at this point. So but this in is the a meantime, real... there's some waitress, or I don't know what she is, I'd have to look it up, who he met in, let's say, one of these VIP rooms where he apparently. <laughs> Got up to all kinds of shenanigans. And by the way, good for her because she found out that he was making $50,000 a month at Burisma and was seeing no child support from that. Well, so right? anyway, she kept saying, this is your baby, this is your baby. And he said it isn't. And the problem with the you know the DNA test is they can't really do it until uh, the baby's born. Though I have to say, this is a side note and something I feel very passionately about and I want. And if I'm wrong about this and there is... Uh, if this is happening, I'd love for someone to explain it to me. But I want us to understand in our society where men and women don't necessarily get married anymore, why is it that a woman who is pregnant has to have insurance to cover the pregnancy of that child? Why can't a man agree take more. responsibility for that pregnancy? And pay for it on his own insurance. Right. Why does the woman carry the burden of that? Could, uh, and maybe someone could explain that to me. 
because I'm very curious about it. Yeah. And uh, my guess is they would say, oh, because you don't know whose it is until it's born. But that to me sounds like an insurance company loophole that Kamala or someone else needs to get their Completely. finger on. But they, it always is the woman's fault in that. You've said it before. Never the mind expre- fault. What if you're in a is, loving relationship? No, what I mean is yeah. the expression is the woman got pregnant. Well, yeah, she got God. pregnant from a man. Yeah, how did it happen? Yeah, <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. Exactly. And women have to take birth control. Yeah. And men, Refuse it's, to it's get- your job to make sure a man doesn't get you pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As opposed to a man's job to make sure he doesn't get right. you pregnant. Should be an, yeah. Because uh, uh, yeah, he doesn't like condoms. Well, the, then take a sterilization pill. Couldn't because that's yeah, what women are doing. Temporary. What do you think a birth control is? It's a sterilized egg, basically. Totally agree. Yeah. This is what I. You know what I have to say. So now times might have been hard in the past. I can safely say I have never gotten a, a woman pregnant <laughs> ever, ever. Well, ever. now he agreed to settle with her. Which means that either he wanted it to go away because of all this nonsense, but uh, because of the bereavement nonsense, but obviously he wanted it to go yeah. away because he he knew, of course, he had impregnated her. He is he is trash, garbage. He really is. And what about an, what an enabler Joe is? No, this is what I want to say also, and I don't mean. But they should no, welcome this child into the fold oh, if course. she really is bad. Yeah. Of course, but this is like a. I don't know. I with Joe Biden, it just sort of seems at this point like the it, it would be so. The judgment it, is so questionable, yeah. and it just it it just is like if we're gonna talk swift boat language in terms of the opponent, in five seconds flat, a Republican could just destroy Biden's family and character, even if it's lies. Yeah, like that is the easiest attack. Yeah, of of any candidate, that is the easiest attack is just hunter biden yeah and this woman and she'll be at the debates but isn't it interesting that hunter biden is such a this is what the problem is fundamentally with the democratic party versus the republican party because they're just not playing by the same set of rules and the standards are completely different is there a bigger batch of bozos than the trump children oh yeah i mean they are riddled with scandal oh it's, it's, and, and they have been bulletproof through all the this. The nastiest and the nepotism. Is, yes. and I hate to say this, and I don't hate all Republicans, of course. I have friends that are Republicans, et cetera, et cetera. And it didn't used to be a dirty word to call somebody a Republican. No. But their standards for behavior and how people conduct themselves and how they do business and what's yours is mine and how we take care of the weaker members of society, et cetera, et cetera. Their standards, which is, of course, the irony being the goddamn national prayer breakfast and all of these morals that they cloak themselves in. so shocking. The standard is so low. The double standard. They're giving Rush Limbaugh the Congressional Medal of Freedom. And then a week later, he's saying to Trump, don't forget to basically saying, don't forget to call Buttigieg a fag in your your first debate together. Because that'll help you out. This guy that's dying... If you're wondering if there's any remorse, if you had a little moment where you saw him get that award and you thought, oh, he's a dying man and my, my politics may not line up with his, but I suppose he's had a remarkable career. He could be honored. That man is a poisonous snake he really who was is. sent here to help destroy society. And he will die knowing that his he completed his life's work because that is the toilet that this country is in at the moment. That is that is how it looks from here. And so Joe Biden 
the idea that that Hunter is a target, he's only a target because they'll hit below the belt. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 There, and that's what I mean. Like it'll just be so nasty, and and I don't know. I I listen. I'll support. I'll obviously support absolutely any of those people who are on that debate stage yeah. in the. In the election. I, I do but... want to say this about Joe Biden, though. <clears throat> the Atlantic, I think it was two weeks ago, had an article about his stutter. I don't know if you saw it. I didn't. And it talks about all these sort of senior moments that we see him having, which I'm sure he's having a few, but it talks about how Biden comes from a time where you would have a stutter, you would do therapy for it, and then people thought it was cured. But it really isn't something that's right. ever cured. You're always working at it. And so it ta- it talks about the fact that what you're really seeing is one of the strategies they teach you is to go to a word that you know. I mean, the King's Speech, they they did this. Mm-hmm. Go to something that you know, because that's a comfort that you Can you believe like, the same man who directed King's Speech directed Cats? I mean, I, I rewatched King's Speech the other day. Is Does it hold up? I have to say I enjoyed it even yeah. more on the rewatch. I, I liked it. Yeah, Tom Hooper. I mean, yeah, yeah, not. But he also did that Les Mis, which I wasn't remotely interested. Oh, uh, in. the first thirty minutes was great. Yeah, and then it just and falls then you off. had to sit through the rest exactly. of it. Exactly. Uh, but in any event, that it's a worth reading. It was in the Atlantic. People can look it up online. That a lot of these gaffes that we see him uh, kind of producing are really, it seems, a lot of that seems to be dealing with the strategy of his stutter in public. Mm. And so I do think he deserves a little bit uh, more consideration and kindness where that's concerned. But I don't really think Uncle Joe's going to make it the whole way. And it really is, listen, it's not even the gaps that uh, that bother me as much as just, really it's just Hunter Biden, who I think is sort of gross. Yeah, he's gross, but I don't know that anything super inappropriate happened there. No, I don't think, yeah, certainly don't think nothing illegal. No, I, I don't either. What, I don't why either. don't we go open Don Jr.'s uh, taxes and find out who he's been paid for? He's stumping totally. for the IRA. He's yeah. stu- he, uh, The NRA, probably the IRA too. Yeah. He's stumping for the NRA. He's stu- he's probably got a hundred deals with four gun dealers that if he shoots their gun on and shows it on Instagram. I mean, the kickbacks. Literally, the only reason that Trump ever wanted to be in power and that they want to hold on to power is that they wanted to enrich themselves through the office. Of course. They're setting up their business for when they're gone. The only people thing these people care about is power and how it gets them more money. This is not a person who, Trump is not a person who had an idea about what America should look like. Any of these things he's doing, this with the border and this and that, they're not really his ideas. The deals he made with lobbies to get elected. Have you ever stayed in a Trump hotel? Yes. Really? When? Last years, year? Years and years ago. I stayed, yeah, a week ago. Uh, no, years ago I stayed at the so- Trump Soho. How was it? Uh, I didn't care for it, right. but I will say this to Ivanka's credit. She obviously went to Turkey and enjoyed a nice hammam. So she built a hammam. It was the only, at the time, the only hammam, which is a Turkish bath, basically. The only hammam in New York City. And it was pretty nice. I had a treatment. But the Mm. hotel itself was sort of nothing. But that was when the Trump Soho first opened. Okay. Which was, I don't know, when? 12 years ago, maybe. Maybe. Maybe less, 10. And and to be fair, uh, I didn't pay for it. 
someone else paid for. All right, but I would never. Yeah, I would never ever stay in a Trump. No, I know that. Again. I know that. Yeah. Well, um, what about the baby gift? Oh, uh, I always do. Of course, I, I send Zingermans. That's when people are first. Uh, first, the, the baby Reuben first comes kiss. home. I send the turkey Reuben, George yep. Reuben kit, which comes with the cutest packaging, et cetera, et cetera. It's a little late for that. This baby's uh, a few years, a few months beyond The Fortnum that. and Mason gift basket's really nice. Uh, they do do a nice Fortnum and Mason makes a very nice baby gift basket. Um, but maybe you could just send them like a Hermes blanket or something. Yeah, that's nice. Little baby blanket. That's true. Or just some sort of a soft cashmere something that hopefully they'd put in the baby's crib. Right. And it probably wouldn't hurt to send something to the mother. But I'll take back the MS blanket because this girl, I think, sees them as rich people that are sort of a cash cow. And I don't think you want to reinforce that elitist stereotype. So just send... Something, I think, that feels personal, old-fashioned... And is made of a very soft material. Okay. And sort of says, we we want this to have a place of comfort in your home. That's We're nice. thinking about the comfort of the baby, sort of thing. All right. And a check for $100,000. Well, Rana, we get to decide the giveaway this, this today. Is My it- giveaway. I'm so excited about this week's giveaway. Tell us what it is. This week's giveaway is totally unexpected. Okay. Okay. Uh I was in Sur La Table, sure. as I want to do. Yep. And I saw this thing, and I thought, I sort of saw it and kept walking around the store, did a lap and came back to it. And I thought to myself, do I want this? Do I not want this? I mean, it's just seemed, a lot of times people are suckers for electronics. Sure. Kids. Yes. You know, that everybody, oh, these Kerrig machines. This yes. Things that claim to make your life easier. And then all they end up is taking up more counter space. Right. Or, and tasting or, terrible. Yes. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, but I enjoy hard-boiled. I actually enjoy a soft. As do I. I love it. A soft for hard, hard-boiled egg. Fair. I'm with you. I love this new construction. Me too. With me. I'm with you, though. A jammy egg, as they uh, say. I don't like that. Terrible expression. Yeah. And it's hard to... That's what Shelley Feinberg's vagina looked like. <laughs> Do me a favor. Don't mention that to the attorneys. No, I'm call. not going to. Okay. Okay. Just mention the part about I won't how she grabbed you in her scissor. I will. Yeah. And and also, don't forget to point out the fact that how could anyone not know they had a hole in, in that oh, Completely. Yeah. It seemed man-made. Because that's the, really the crux of the case. Oh, you think she ripped it? She probably cut it. I wouldn't be Was surprised. it a clean snip? It kind of was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, in any event, hard boiling an egg. An egg is an easy thing to eat. It's zero points. It's on an easy thing. Because Rachel Ray said on it. Howard Stern, an egg is the hardest thing to perfect. Well, I agree with her. Yeah. And of course, I know how to hard boil an egg. But then that thing happens where you have to go take a shower and you want to get course. the eggs in, but then you have to be there where the stove is cooking. Right. Bah, bah, bah. Sir Latab is selling a device, which I thought I would try. And if I didn't like it, I'd give it away to. You know. Me. You. Martina. I take it. Whoever. Dante. It's the brand is Dash. It is called a Dash Express egg cooker. And okay. this thing has changed my life. You're kidding. It comes it's nineteen dollars and ninety five cents. Fabulous. It you plug it into the wall, it has like a little hot plate under it. And you can do an omelet with it and something else. I haven't tried that. I've only done the hard boiled eggs. And it cooks soft fat. Yeah. And it comes with a little measuring cup, 
And the measuring cup is just based on how hard you want the egg. So hard is this much water. Sure. Soft is this much water. Poached is this much water. Omelet is this Wonderful. much Wonderful. What I do is I fill it just short of hard uh-huh. so that I get what I want. Yeah. You pour it into this thing. You put, uh, you put the top on and... The eggs just are suspended over steam. It's basically a steamer. Uh-huh. You could probably steam other things in there if you wanted. What's a Cleveland to... steamer? We I actually are... don't know. We already had this conversation. We did? Isn't it like a Dirty Sanchez? Oh, maybe. Yeah, okay. What's a Dirty... No, it's not. Dirty Sanchez is when you're okay. with your lover and... A Cleveland steamer. You take I can't dump. believe I know that. Am I really going to answer this? I actually don't know what it is. Well, I can tell you what it is. What is it? No, I can't tell. You know... Forget no, okay, it. Right? Okay, okay, okay. Look it up. Okay, I will. You tell me the next time. Uh, next week, I'm going to I don't open think anyone show. needs to know. Let's just say it's related to the Sanchez. Okay. Okay? Yep. So anyway, you th- you think you like the Skype song? Wait till you hear the chime that goes off when this thing is done uh, cooking. I'm ordering it tonight. And it also turns... No, I'm going to get you one. You don't have I'm to. I'm going to get you one. Thanks. And then it turns, uh, it turns itself off, so you kind of overcook the egg. This sounds like the perfect invention. Rana. That is our giveaway. Who deserves I don't this? know. Who's on our list I'll again? tell you. Okay. So, it is. Give us the recap. It is. Uh, boyfriend's turning 30. Mm. It is. I'd love to give it to her, but the only problem is that she's got a, she's on a different power system. Okay, go the on. The Canadian uh, co-worker whose co-worker oh, is yeah, a jerk. Sure. It is. The woman with the wedding ring who who wished that she had kept mm, it. Mm. It is legs pantyhose. Honey, Ooh. I think it all... This is, tough, what's the root word of legs? Uh, eggs. Yeah. You know what? Do you know who's going to appreciate the most is her. She really yeah. will. <laughs> this, I, think, I think that this fits right into her. She's living this working girl existence. She is. And I think she's on the go. She's an attorney. Yeah. And she can get her eggs done while she's getting in the shower. No doubt about it. She has an egg cup. Yeah. And she's already everywhere. She probably loves Putting a on her O's egg. and eating that egg. Okay. Can we give it to Legs? We can give it to Legs. Liz. Liz You're Legs. getting it. Liz Legs and Lemon. And Liz while, Lemon. Liz that was Lemon. from Liz Lemon, that, Me, that story. That, uh, she would appreciate it, too. Yeah. And while you're at it, please go to askrana at Gmail. Ask us a question. Go to the Ask Rana Instagram. Be sure to go to patreon.com slash askrana. Ask Join us on Patreon. We're having so much fun out there. It's only five bucks a month, and you're getting four. And you're getting how a much is a cup of coffee? Episode. I'll tell you not to quote Sally Strauss. Well, if you're tipping, but for less than the price in Los Angeles, it's in Los Angeles a cup of coffee about six dollars. That's right. Yeah, less than a cup of coffee. You're getting four episodes every month. Yeah. Do you know? Can I be honest with you? I've always wanted to work on QVC. I think I'd be good at it. Oh, you know what? So we better develop something so we can sell it on QVC. There's an easy pay. Yeah. Five dollars every episode (laughs) every month. $5 Five dollars a month. That's, that's crazy. Actually, that is a dollar twenty-five an episode. You know what? We got to raise our prices. We've, that's crazy. What are we charging a dollar twenty-five you know an you, episode? You for? know what? You should join before we raise our prices because yeah, honestly, we this are going to raise. Them. And maybe we'll grandfather you in, but this is only going to last so long. These deals are are going off the shelves. And we're going to start changing our tiers. That's right. And if you're going to want any of our fun merch or whatever we do, that's right. Any you of want the merch, exclusive access to get your letter to the top of the list. That's or right. You want a special voicemail from. 
Brian. It's five dollars. Whatever you want, you're gonna have to. That tea is gonna go right up. You're addicted to coffee anyway. Get off it. Five dollars a, a month. A month. Brian, what were we thinking? Brian, that's less than a packing meter. What? Do we what? have no respect for ourselves? What were we thinking? We have no respect for ourselves. I'm telling you right the now. The amount of work we're putting in. I'm by the end of it. I'm telling you right now. We're gonna. It's gonna be three hundred dollars a month. I'm gonna say a bad word. We're gonna raise these fucking prices if you guys. <laughs> Brian. I'm sorry. Okay. Get and the, grandfathered in now before the price is And of up. course, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Well, we I'm love it. Well, I'm very serious about that. People aren't doing enough of that. Yeah, you need and to review you, our and show And I will more. say that someone wrote in on Instagram and they said, I joined, I've never been more excited to pay for anything, but there have been times in my life when I couldn't afford something like Fair this, enough. but I wanted to support the show. And that person said, I am positive that if you can't support the show financially, they would very much appreciate it if you would write a review and if you would Could give us five stars. Absolutely. And that is absolutely true. So if you're feeling a little guilty about absolutely contributing nothing to our income or anything else, give us a five star. Give and, us a review and give us a and write us a little review. Yeah. Makes all the difference. And it really means a lot to us. And we obviously we read them because we like to be appreciated. Correct. You know what? Let's give them one of our famous cliffhangers now. We're going to do a cliffhanger, This Rana. is a Patreon cliffhanger. It's where an exclusive. We, what we do is we read the question here, and then if you want the answer, which of course you do, you have to go over to patreon.com slash ask Rana. And I do, I'm going to post, or maybe I will have already posted by the time they see this, how to do the RSS feed. Because once you learn how to do it, it sounds so complicated. It's a breeze. But once you do it, it's right in your library where you re- listen to your regular podcasts, and it's so convenient. You can't believe. I think Patreon sounds so foreign to people. It does. And then as soon as you set it up, you think, "Oh, that's easy. I'll do this for all of them from yeah. now on." Why don't you read? Since I always read this. Really? Okay. Yeah, let's have you this week. Dear Rana and Brian, I've been seeing a dentist since <gasps> mid June. I hope for your teeth. <laughs> that I adore. Okay. But comes with a big a bit of baggage. Hmm. His, Dentists are very complicated people. His ex-girlfriend of seven years who cheated on him is his receptionist. So they're seeing each other sexy. Oh, I'm not just seeing a dentist. No, I'm, I'm seeing, seeing a dentist. A dentist. Okay. They also share a pair of dogs, as Brian can relate. Mm. She's a constant distraction in our relationship. Yes, it's bothersome, but what's even more annoying is that he hasn't told her or his coworkers about me, although I previously <laughs> caught her looking at my Instagram story. So who knows what's been explicitly said about mm. me. When I confronted him, he told me that he loves her, but not romantically, and says he doesn't know how to handle the situation. It became so frustrated to the point where I checked out of the relationship, but he continued to reach out. We've an easygoing good kind time together and he's so sweet but i can't overlook his insecurities obliviousness or the plaque stuck to his front office desk mm-hmm. any advice would be helpful thanks for taking the time to read to read this did you know social workers are the new dentists when it comes to suicide <laughs> per the dentist himself love cavity free well 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 we're gonna get into love with that's dentists a, that's my kind of cliffhanger dentist foreplay i already have so many person- things i want to say i wish we could answer it right i mean i am full <laughs> of thoughts comments foaming at the mouth i can't wait to read the letter again we're gonna do it again on patreon and, and we're gonna start answer excavating it. it that's right okay so join us get on patreon okay yeah Patreon.com. we'll see you get your sign up for your carriage house all access pass and we'll see you in the carriage house Kiss, kiss.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.